Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. So listening to that again, it just, we, we mentioned it, I want to say on Friday, that the Lakers are in the Western Conference Finals. Not just in it, but with a chance to win the Western the Conference. The hell finals, is going on here? With a chance to go to the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. with a chance to win another championship, is almost impossible to believe. That the way that the year started, the way that this team played, the way that it looked, the fact that AD missed a ton of time uh, with that injury, the yeah. fact that LeBron had an injury that we thought might keep him down for the rest of the regular season and who knows how long into the postseason, a rookie head coach who at times during the regular season you're like, uh, does he know what he's doing at the end of these games? All of these things. Fast forward to May 15th, and here you are. They are a day away from opening up the Western Conference Finals against the number one seed. And by the way, they only not have a chance. They have a good chance to win that series. Can I ask you a question? Do you think there's a lot of Laker fans that have stopped to um, to, to smell the roses? And I'm going to tell you why I'm asking that question. Because the Lakers are accustomed to something. And I don't think any fan base – I don't think Lakers can put themselves in anybody else, anybody, any other fan base's shoes. They can't say, I kind of understand where the Kings are coming from. I don't know. I, I get where the Suns are coming from on this one. Or name any team. What you just said and the way you described it and the way you just kind of – you took a second there. And even for us, when we were saying, bro, they're, they're two games away from getting to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. This was last week, right? And then Friday it was – well, one of two things are going to happen. We're either talking about the, or one of three things. We're either talking about the Lakers closing it out on Friday, closing it out on Sunday, or one of the Blowing worst it, yeah. uh, collapses that we've seen this Lakers franchise have. Well, they handled it on Friday and they handled it comfortably, decisively. So now here they are, getting ready to go up against the Denver Nuggets again, a franchise that you can't. There's no Laker fan that can sit there and say, "I see where the Denver Nuggets are coming from." They've never won an NBA championship, so no, you don't. So you don't you don't understand their path, this, that. Do you think Laker fans today are sitting back and are saying to themselves, I can't believe we just got here? Or do you think they're saying, eight to go, I swear if you if we don't get eight, you know, if we don't win an NBA championship? I think there's both. I I, I think there's fewer and of I don't know whose voice group. that was. <laughs> UCLA fan. Um I think Smart Laker fans, smart. You know, I don't even want to say smart Laker fans. Smart sports fans understand how rare what is happening actually is. Occasionally, a bad team will win a playoff series. Occasionally, a team that gets off to a slow start will figure it out and ultimately end up being a halfway decent team. Very rarely do you have a team that is bad starts bad, Mm. stays bad through two-thirds of the season, and let's be honest, makes some fairly modest moves around the edges. This was They didn't get Kevin Durant, who, by the way, they're out. They didn't get Kyrie Irving, who, by the way, never even got in. Okay, They didn't really do the thing that went, okay, here we go, they got this guy. Which is a very Laker thing, too, to try to go big game hunting. They went and got role guys. They went and got 
Vanderbilt. They go and they get Beasley. They go and they get Achimura. The biggest name was D'Angelo Russell. And let's be honest, if D'Angelo Russell wasn't a former Laker, I think we wouldn't think about him in a certain way anyway. Yeah, right. But because yeah. he was here and he's the second pick, we're like, oh, D'Lo's back. Okay, cool. You don't get all of that. Make some little teeny tiny, I don't say little teeny tiny, but make some moderate moves in your core and then just go on a tear. It doesn't happen like that. And I get part of it is this. Anthony Davis has been bad for two years for health reasons, almost exclusively, but he just, it was getting to the point where like, are we sure he's ever going to be good again? Are we sure he's ever, the guy that we traded for, the guy that we sent every player we had and every draft pick we had to go acquire and we got the one. Is that all we're going to get out of this? Is this going to be a guy that's in and out of the lineup, inconsistent? And finally, it took two years, he's played a lot of basketball in a row and been very, very good. LeBron James in his year 20, kind of hit and miss, kind of all over the place, and then all of a sudden, boom, he looks like LeBron again. That LeBron James and Anthony Davis, I don't know if it's a time machine, I don't know if it's a secret potion, I don't know what it is, but they look like they looked three years ago in the bubble. They look healthy. They look spry. They look motivated. And it's not this thing where you're hoping just hoping that you catch a break. They're the better team on the court more often than not. And that wasn't true until about 65, 70 days ago. It never goes like that. I want to go back to the AD thing that you said that he's been bad for two years. Okay. I, I think the I think the year they lost to Phoenix in the playoffs. AD was just injured, period. I think they could have beat the Phoenix Suns in that first round. I remember Phoenix ended up going to the NBA Finals that mm-hmm. year. I think the roster was really bad last year, right? The the Russell Westbrook. And, and nothing changed all the way up until the trade deadline. Right. It was still, you know, they, I, I, remember, um, I remember this after the season last year. They have the exit interviews. And I asked Braun, one of the questions was, What'd you think of you three together, right? And he said, "Well, we didn't. How many games did we play together?" And the number was twenty-one. And he said, "I played with guys in high school more than I played with Anthony Davis and Russ, but I thought the twenty-one was enough. I didn't think you needed to see any more." And I know, look, everyone's trying to play it the best way they can. You didn't know what was going to happen with Russell Westbrook. You didn't know if Plank was going to be able to go make a deal in the off season. They waited all the way till February 9th, the following year, yeah. to make a deal. But I think your observation of just saying it's not really – that's not how these work. It almost it's, never it's, works it's like not, that. And, and listen, we got caught up in this. And I don't know if it's right, wrong, whatever it is. But when Phoenix traded for KD, I, I instantly for me, it's the West is running through the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. And then the more that team got to play together – remember he missed some time with his ankle injury. So they're kind of walking into the playoffs a little bit raw. All you needed to see – was a Clippers team that didn't have Kawhi after game two, and even when Kawhi was there, to basically say, Suns ain't going anywhere. They're not winning this series. I thought, you know, Golden State, we gave the Golden State Warriors a ton of credit because of what they've done in the past, and we ignored what the Warriors did this year. The Warriors this year could not win on the road, were pretty much a 500 team for most of the season, Um Played seven games against the Sacramento Kings. Had a chance to close it out. Didn't close it out. And then ended up closing it out, obviously, on the road. Had a lot of holes, but we kept giving them credit for what they've done in the past. For the Lakers this year, you haven't really got... 
you don't know what to compare them to because they were just put together. So they could be a really, really good team or a team with a lot of flaws. You were going to find out once the postseason started. And all you've really found out since the postseason started is it's a really good team. Well, think about who's left. Think about the four teams that are left. Miami has a very certain or very specific way of doing things. An identity. They have an identity and they've got a continuity in their front office. They got continuity on the bench and they have continuity with their best players, right? The Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, they've been there a while, right? Every team changes a little bit, but they have a very specific way and they go about it. They're a team, okay? The Celtics, the core of that team has been together for a while now. They're two best players. You throw Marcus Smart in there, your third best guy, or if, if that's in fact their third best guy. They've been together for a while. Yep. They know how to play together. Look at the Denver Nuggets. These guys have played together for a while. Jamal Murray missed time because of an injury, but there's a culture there. You got the player, you got the coach, everything. The Lakers were kind of the the reason that the league kind of lost its way for half a second was because the Lakers grabbed that championship in 2020. They went out and made a big deal, got a star player, and it worked. Boom. And it happened that all the other pieces they had there fit well together. Look over the last couple of years, the last eight, nine years. The two or three best teams have been Golden State, same group, the Cavs, which were basically the same group with LeBron, and the Heat, which were basically the same group with LeBron. Okay? Those are teams. The The Clippers, jack squat. The Brooklyn Nets, jack squat. The Lakers since then, jack squat. The Mavs this year, nothing. The Suns this year, nothing. You can't just throw star players at a thing and think it's going to work. You need to build a team. And that's what they did at the deadline. And that's why they are here. They're not here because Anthony Davis has averaged 45 a game. They're because they surrounded him with the right type of players and he's been healthy. They're not here because LeBron James is knocking down 45% of his three point shots. They got a team and everyone around him fits. And for the most part, they're healthy. They You have to build these teams. It's not an all-star game where you just put together, especially in basketball, just three or four great players. If you have three or four great players that play together really effectively, sure. But look who's left. They're all teams. There's not one of these, well, they got the best guy, so they're just going through and smashing everybody like we thought Phoenix might. All right, it's a Michelob Ultra reaction Monday on 710 ESPN, celebrating the Lakers' clinching win on Friday night and getting you pumped up. For Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals tomorrow night against the uh, Denver Nuggets. Presented by Michelob Ultra, a refreshing and balanced flavor with only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. Michelob Ultra, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Please enjoy responsibly. All right, so speaking of those teams, yeah, one of them, is that is that it? Are we done with the Warriors? Are they going to break that up or do they run it back after getting knocked out in the second round? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So, Slee, you're heading to the Denver airport today. And I, you know, it's one of the th- conspiracy theories that I believe in the most. But one of the things that even cannot be debated is Blucifer. So, Blucifer is the blue horse Bronco, one might say, outside of the Denver airport. It is entirely blue. It looks very scary, and it has red, blaring eyes. All right? So, go pass by it as you're leaving the airport. It's 32 so, feet tall. Yeah. It's these, enormous. The story behind this, though, that's even creepier, is mm-hmm. that this statue killed the person who made it. All right? So, mm. Luis Jimenez was the sculptor who built the uh, Blues first statue, and it fell on him, severed an artery, and he died, while, and then his friends completed the statue while making it. And they still put this statue up outside it's of the, the Denver airport. the worst story I've ever heard in my life. So then this horse literally killed somebody and has beaming red eyes that will look at you <laughs> as you leave the Denver airport. So if that doesn't tell you that this place is haunted, I don't know what to tell you. But it doesn't tell me anything. That just makes me scared of the Denver st- airport. Yes. Stay away from Lucifer, Slee. It is inc- go, go out the other exit. <laughs> My gosh. It's an incredibly large airport. And again, 30 minutes from the city, essentially. Yeah. It has uh, all these gargoyles that are all around the um, airport. So make sure you uh, take a chance and look at some of those. There is murals and artwork that are uh, apocalyptic in nature. Yeah. So it's almost as if the airport like buys into all of these it's things the about them. Here. What are we what's happening right, so right now? Yeah. There's there's something about underground tunnels that are unnerving. So there is an entire underground system of getting from point A to point B at Disneyland. Right? Because they don't want you to see characters walking through, right? They just want them to kind of pop up and there they are and they do their thing and then they're gone. They, you you ever seen anybody empty a trash can at Disneyland and walk through the place with a big t- thing of trash? They've got this whole quick little doors and now it's underneath. They move stuff around so you don't see it. So it has the illusion of fantasy land, right? Yeah, Which is yeah. what they're going for. Why do you need that at the airport? Like, why is there this 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 chain of underground um, tunnels? Now, I'm saying, look, if you want to take your the train to the terminal, the bags move through here, or maintenance goes through here. They don't get used for anything. That's the part that is. You could talk about blues fur and the artwork, but that series of underground connected tunnels at the airport that don't get used yes. is the part that makes me go, "Yeah, what? What so, exactly did you put that in?" Guys, there I'm just trying a- to break down whether KCP <laughs> is going to have good a good series or not. There is a people mover that is in Denver that is helpful to get because it is a hub for, I believe, United. United, yeah. But um, there are some that are not used. Uh, there are also inscriptions on the floor. Uh, if you want to look and what do they know. say? Uh, so apparently it's like AU and AG are in the floor and it's, an, it's, it's, it's AU attached. is gold, right? Yeah. But th- read up on it. It's stuff that if I don't, I don't know if I want to make it to the show on the time air. tomorrow. I'm just walking around the Denver airport intrigued by what's going on. I do subscribe to there is a whole, there's a whole layer to things that some people get that we don't. 
Yes, and it's also Denver is like relatively connected to a lot of like both uh, the east and the west, but also the west coast could go there. It's connected to the mountains, so you could go and hide Norad. and be in the mountains for a while. So there's a ways to escape that are used for you know. There are people that know what all. those tunnels are there for. It's just not Travis Lee or Emily no, or Taylor. Yeah, it's just that, but when it's go time, they're going to know where to go. And we're like, well, what's happening? They're like, I don't know what's happening with you. There's a little. I just run with the crowd. I have no idea what's happening. I got a secret pass that I swipe on Lucifer's eyes, and his mouth opens up, and I jump in the slide, and you'll never see me again. <laughs> that that's probably the more likely Freaking scenario. Lucifer, I did not know that. Be careful, be careful. Warriors are out. They, uh, you you said it a few times. We gave the Warriors the benefit of the doubt based on their four championships, based on the pedigree of their best players, the fact that Steph is still one of the best players on Which the planet. Which is okay, right? Like that, that's how we, that's how we kind of, that's probably why we, some people are underestimating the Denver Nuggets is for the same reasons or that resume doesn't, is not included. Great head coach and they're the defending champs. Yeah. It's not like this happened. Like the Lakers in 2020, sure, right? They, sure. this, this, they won the championship last year. They did not look anything like that team. D- d- uh, Jordan Poole was asked about his relationship with Draymond during mm-hmm. the exit interviews, and he says, we play basketball together. It's it's business. It's just basketball. In other words, I don't have a relationship yeah. with that guy, and I can understand that. Yeah, that makes sense. I, <laughs> yeah, that's sure. – I'm not judging Jordan Poole for not no letting bygones be bygones. Mm-hmm. Clay is very expensive and does not appear to be the player that he was at his absolute best. It's how the world works. Draymond is up. Steph is still incredibly good, but in his mid-30s. Steve Kerr's been around a long time. Pat yeah. Riley has said, you know, just at some point you just got to move on because the message gets a little stale. Bob Myers is up. Are we done? Are we done with I, I Steph is the only person in that organization that I would bet my house is going to be on the team next year. Agreed. They could all come back, but mm-hmm. I also wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors, as we've known them for the last eight or nine years, that's the end of that, and we see a very different Warriors organization moving forward. So my gut, my gut tells me that they're not done, and my gut tells me that they're not going to uh, change this entire team around. So Clay still has one more year left on his contract. Um, Draymond Green has a player option that I'm sure he's going to be opting into. Mm -hmm. Wiggins missed how many games before the playoffs started and then came, he had personal reasons. You remember how long he was out for and then came back in. Okay. I think what they'll do is Jordan Poole seems like the one that, Hey, if we can go get something for him, if we can go get some size, they're clearly missing size. Their biggest problem was, this entire this eight year run that they've had, they almost haven't had to adjust what they do. This is what we do. You got to figure out a way to stop it. it. Worked. Now there's going to come a time where you got to make some adjustments too, because Clay isn't the same player, and some of these other guys you can't rely on the same way. But I don't think they're done. I think what they need is some retooling. You know, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I asked uh, Michael this in one of the pre's. I was asking him, like, Michael, what's so different about this year than last year? And he said, guys like Bielitsa, who they had, which was a little bit more size. Um, why am I forgetting his name? The One of the wing players that they had. I'm, I'm forgetting his uh, – used to play with the Wizards, played with the Warriors. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name. I think number three overall pick, um, Otto Porter. That there were some guys that they were able to kind of use, and they lost that size and some of that length and some of the wing players. I don't think they completely rebuild yet. 
I think what they do is they try to address, look, here are some glaring needs. We we need we got to get easier buckets. Got to be able to get some buckets that are in and around the basket. Got to get guys that can get to the free throw line a little bit. <coughs> a lot of the things they were trying to do against the Lakers, we kept using the same terminology. It's not sustainable mm-hmm. against the Lakers, at least against the Lakers. So I don't think they blow it all up, but I do think that they will retool a little bit, and I don't think they're going to overreact. The Jordan Poole one seems like the guy, if there's one guy that's out, it would be Jordan Poole. We've got Kaminga, too. He wants to play. He didn't get to play very much this season after getting to play a decent amount during the championship season. It just they're They're in that spot where they can retool, but I don't think we're going to see them be what they've been. They're going to experience what the Lakers experienced after Kobe and Shaq, what the Lakers experienced after Kobe and Powell, what the Lakers experienced after the Showtime era came to an end. If you're lucky enough to get one of these dynasties, the Bulls, right, the Heat, the Cavs, if you get one of these teams that's just good year after year after year, it's because a million things break right. You get a transcendent player, then you get another transcendent Mm. player, and everybody stays pretty healthy and everybody kind of gets along and you have a run, right? What happens after that is your best player gets old, your second best player gets old. You bring in new guys, and it doesn't quite work the way that you want. They're not nearly as good. They don't get along as well, and you start chasing it. The Lakers have been chasing it since Shaq and or since Kobe and Powell, and they got LeBron, and they've had intermittent success with it. They got the championship. Other than that, up until right now, not a lot of other success. They got a better mix right now. You're when you go from one of those places, you're always chasing that feeling of well, what will make it like that again? Doesn't happen. That you had eight years like that is the gift, and that you're trying to rebuild it on the fly with, well, if we Draymond takes a haircut or Clay takes a haircut, we get stuff this like they're just older. And it's but just it's just coming to an end. This is the one so would would you would you if you're the Warriors I wouldn't I, blow I still it would up. give it one more year. I wouldn't blow it up, but I would also do what the Dodgers do. Mm-hmm. And that is look, we're gonna have to make some very hard decisions on some guys that may not be super popular, that maybe in the short term guys I can't believe you let blank go or you traded a guy or you offered him a low ball deal so he decided he wanted to go somewhere else because someone gave him another thirty percent on top of the money. But in the long run the methodology works. The Dodger methodology has worked. I believe the Warrior methodology has worked incredibly well. Mm-hmm. And if their methods are saying, listen, we can't pay Clay what he wants. We can't pay Draymond what he yep. wants. That I know that they are legends of the organization, but we have to start thinking about what comes next. That would be at the front of my mind if I were Joe Laka, Bob. My- Bob, they got to figure out what they're going to do with Bob Myers yeah. too. He may yeah. want to go try to do it somewhere else. Get a get the bag somewhere else. That they on every single level they have huge question marks. So the only thing that they get one year, they get one more year because Clay's under contract for one more year. Draymond's going to be there for another year if picks up his player option, which mm-hmm. I think he will. So I think what you're saying is all right, 100% right, but in a year. I think the mistake would be is you signed Clay to a four-year max or something or Draymond to these crazy numbers for – I think they could chase it for one more year and then figure out what they do from there. They tried that this year, and they got a good draw in the first round, and they got hot at the right time. They were not as good as the Lakers. They're not as good as the Nuggets. No, no, they're, they're just they weren't. They're not one of the three or four best teams in the league is currently constructed. Lakers are probably going to be pretty good next year too. If they bring their guys back, get a little healthier. There's no reason work, why you wouldn't bring them back. You, you wouldn't think that that's going to be anything other than 
instead of coming in the seventh seed, maybe this is a maybe this matchup tonight is the or tomorrow night is the one and the two, and it was separated by a game or two. Or you know what I mean? That these do feel like the two best teams in the Western Conference, even though one of them came out of the seventh spot. Does does it mean anything that the four teams left are all the teams in the Orlando bubble? And the only reason why I mention that is we do this coming up next. So there are a lot of people that made excuses of how the Lakers got that run in the championship because they got some rest and it was in Orlando and nobody had to travel and everything else. If you're getting back there a couple years later and it's still LeBron and Anthony Davis, I wonder if this adds, um, if it makes it any more valid or not. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa Show, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, I threw this out, out your way. Um, Lakers get back to the Western Conference Finals. Last time they got there was in the bubble in Orlando. It's, all, it's the same four teams that are in the Final Four again, right? Denver, Miami, Boston, and, uh, and the Lakers. A lot of people... The best way to describe the Orlando bubble is it was different. There's no every sport had different circumstances. For the love of you know what, there were NFL teams playing on a Tuesday afternoon <laughs> right. because this was during the COVID time, and there were some that said that it was an incredible advantage for the Lakers to have had that break, and then to come back and you don't travel. You had a lot of older players. Remember, we we're saying this about Braun, and that was three years ago. We're still saying the same thing about <laughs> right. Ron. But you had older players. Rondo was there. Dwight was up part of that team. You had guys that were obviously towards Danny the end Green. of their career. Danny Green was on the team. Um, and some people were like, ah, you know, yeah, Lakers won a championship, but would it have been different if it wasn't, if we didn't have COVID that changed everything and everything else that came with it? Does it add anything? Does it does it make it more that the Lakers, a couple years later, with still LeBron James and Anthony Davis, here they are, they're right back in the Western Conference Finals? change anything for you as far as the 2020 season goes does it add does it make it more valid of those that were questioning well 2020 they won a championship yeah but look how they won it there's a stop in the season there's this there's that i i think the 2020 season for the nba and for major league baseball and football too because it wasn't normal but it was more normal than the other two they didn't stop down like the nba they didn't start super late like major league baseball did they were kind of on they, they were more or less on time but 
I don't think it's less than. I don't think it needs to be validated. I don't know if this, because the team, other than the two best players, it's a totally different team, really. It just, it is what it is. The Lakers probably did benefit from the circumstances as much as anybody else, but so what? They still won. They still got what they needed. I don't know if it validates it or, or, or changes it at all. I just think that that 2021 was so unique for all the reasons that you laid out. I don't know if anything ever connects back to it unless we had another pandemic, thank God, and hopefully not. I, I, I find the and, – and Lakers, I don't know if you remember, right before the pandemic happened, Lakers had beat the Bucks. They had beat the Clippers. Yeah. They had gone through a weekend here at Crypto. I think it's the last time they beat the Clippers. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It, it is the last time. <laughs> no. No, I think really? it, it was, it was 2020. If they've lost it's how like many now 10, in a row? 11? 11 in a row? It could be, huh? That's so then you take away four. They four. haven't beat the Clippers since the pandemic. Yes. Yikes. Yeah, they haven't beat the, the Clippers since the pandemic. If it wasn't that, then it might have been in the bubble yeah, where they yeah. played them in the regular season, whatever it was. Um, I, I think it's I, – I, I guess it kind of adds a little bit something for me. It, it it makes me just say, yeah, that Laker team that won it back in 2020 with LeBron and Anthony Davis as the foundation, they're still doing it a few years later. That that loss to the Phoenix Suns that they had in the playoffs the following year had nothing to do with the Phoenix Suns. It had to do with AD not being there. Mm-hmm. That last year it had less to do with players available. In my opinion, it had more to do with you didn't have a good roster. Mm-hmm. You you you. You took a chance. It happens in sports. You say, we're going after this guy, and they fell flat on their face, and they eventually you know, obviously corrected some of those mistakes. But it's Denver, it's Boston, it's the Lakers, and it's the, uh, it's the Miami Heat, and there's still a lot of familiar players between those four teams. I think if I wanted to make the case, you'd mention that the four teams that got the furthest in the bubble all kind of you – know, the Celtics were very good last year. They got to the NBA Finals last year, but everybody took a minute to kind of get their wind again. Right, the Lakers until now were really never back. That that short schedule, the quick turnaround, the condensed season, and and Anthony Davis being physically banged up along part of that. The Heat were really kind of not the same team that they were the year after. That it did take a little bit of time. I think Denver with Jamal Murray out for Jamal Murray missed an Mm -hmm. entire season along the way. I think what it'll change, Al, if anything, is fast forward ten years from now. When you look back on this era of Laker basketball, you're going to see, oh, the Lakers won two titles in a four-year window, three titles in a five-year, whatever it might be. As opposed to if it were just one, it's, it's the Lakers, you know, they won through the 80s. They won through the early 2000s. They won through the late part of the 20, the aughts, right? And then there's this long desert by Lakers standards. Of, and then there's just this one kind of sitting there's like, what happened that year? And then that it would just be kind of a weird one. But if you back it up with what they potentially have in front of them this year, it feels like that was the beginning of another era of Laker championship quality mm-hmm. basketball. But the the seasons in between were the the weird ones because of timing and injuries, age. They get two AD LeBron championships, then you do have a little Laker era. It's just the weirdest era ever because it's two titles and two really deeply disappointing seasons. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to. I'm not going to jump here, but I'm going to sort of jump. You know how you were saying, "Hey, have a quick perspective." Lakers are in the Western Conference Finals. Have a quick perspective. Yesterday, something happened too. Right? Philly did what they do. Doc Rivers did what he does. They they did it again. They just. This is what they do. Got to tip your cap to them. Tip your cap to them. Um, Boston's obviously going to be the favorite going in against the series against Miami. Denver's the favorite against the Lakers. 
It's okay. Lakers will have to figure it out. Like I said, muddy the water and everything else. T. Raj, it's not out of the ordinary. We're sitting here in two weeks. It's Lakers, Celtics in the NBA Finals again. Isn't that kind of insane to kind of to, to think about that for a second? I'm as gonna well? say something that'd be wildly unpopular. I'm Kay. gonna say it anyway. It just does not resonate like that with me the way that it used to. Mm-hmm. It just it just they don't play each other enough. Wait, 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 you're saying it doesn't what it doesn't have to. Maybe this is more difficult for you because you grew up in an era in the eighties where it was every everything. Year. But I will say this you gotta try and maybe you can't do it. You can't say like it's never going to be that ever. It, it, you know, even 2010 when they faced each other twice in three years, which mm-hmm. doesn't always mm-hmm. happen, and the fact that it was the Lakers and the Celtics, um, still won't be that. But it was Game Seven. It's here at Crypto, and you're kind of telling yourself, Kobe's not going to, Kobe can't go 0 2 against the Celtics <laughs> in the NBA Finals, and they didn't. It doesn't have to necessarily. You shouldn't compare it to that. You should just say. Damn, even this far along, now it's LeBron James getting a chance to go up against the Boston Celtics. Yeah. LeBron's got some history with the Celtics as well. It, it doesn't hit me like that. And you're, you're right, I probably shouldn't look at it like that, but having gone through Showtime, experienced that, having them, what, they played five times in ten years in the finals, the Lakers went three and two in those five finals. Matching yeah, I think so. Three, Larry yeah, they got two. Yep. That it was... Five times in 10 years they played each other in the finals. And of those five times, it felt like every one of them could have gone either way. It felt like every one was, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. This just feels like the Celtics are really good at the same time that the Lakers are really good. That rivalry does not hit me the way. Now, look, when you get those two uniforms out on the same court, you see the Lakers in the garden and the Celtics out here at Crypto. Maybe some of that stuff comes back, but they they haven't butted heads for titles in a super long time. And it just having seen it at its best, everything else kind of fails to measure up. 2010, I will tell you, it it felt I felt it. I think and that had more to do with the Lakers already lost to them. Yeah. That had to do with the disrespect I mean, it's of, better than like the of, Orlando Magic of, or of Indiana Pacers. Pouring Gatorade on yeah. on uh, on Doc Rivers with Nine minutes left to go in the third quarter. Yeah. I don't know when they poured it. On, <laughs> it just, right? They poured it early. Right. They poured it early. Look, don't get don't get me wrong. It's better than the Magic or the Pacers or you know some of these other the new the Brooklyn Nets, the New Jersey Nets that they played in. It's better because it's Lakers Celtics and it just sounds good. But just emotionally, I don't know. It. I don't know if I've ever experienced anything like that. I don't know where. I, I don't know if I've ever had the the San Francisco Giants are on the list, but. A visceral reaction to an opponent. Changed the, the whole sport. I, I hated them. Mm-hmm. I hated Larry Bird and Bill Walton and Dennis Johnson and Kevin McHale. You hate Derek I, White. I, I, I don't care about Derek White at all. I don't think I could pick him out of a three-guy lineup. You know what I mean? I just It just doesn't feel like that. I, Jerry Seasting, these role players that were on these Celtic teams that never even got into the games, the ML cars of the world, all these guys that never even played. I hated their guts, mm. and it just doesn't feel like that. And, and it, it's just part of it is How much I'm you not hate 13 anymore. Al Horford. I don't. I don't. Marcus Smart, you wouldn't have to work too hard to Robert talk Williams. Me to yeah, no, Marcus, Marcus Smart. Smart. Yeah. He's, he's annoying. I, I, I'm, I'm okay. But I, but I, I almost I kind of like that. That's his role, right? That's yeah. what he does. Uh, no, he's their Draymond or yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it. But I just part of it is not thirteen anymore, and part of it is it's just they haven't bumped heads yeah. year after year after year. All right, they got to get through. Uh, obviously, there's a, a big option. Can they win front. on the road? Yeah. Can they win on the road? 
Oh yeah, definitely, definitely think they can. My my only Nuggets con- haven't lost yet at home. My only concern on the road is just going to be, um, first off, Denver Nuggets are a really good team. Like let's let's not. There's nothing to sugarcoat here. They're a really good team. Denver could very easily beat the Lakers, and no one in the NBA is going to be saying, "Can you believe the Nuggets beat the Lakers?" I'm, I'm bring something back. Um, Dan Wykey covers Lakers for the LA Times. He said this Friday night. I think he was talking about it. This was before Lakers took on the Warriors. And he said, could this just be the year that we go back and just say, how many different excuses did we try to come up with that the Denver Nuggets are not a good team? Dan right? Wykey, I told you that three months ago. Yeah, but, but, but <laughs> then we're also picking... Before the playoffs start, we're not picking the I Denver Nuggets. I said it at the beginning of the playoffs. I said it to Ireland two weeks ago. This is what I mean. They've been the best team the whole year. And and you know how you sometimes kind of you see teams and you see everything that you're referring to, everything that you're talking about, and, and I'm mentioning from this year. I don't know if when the because I'm I'm even looking at the Denver Nuggets right now and I'm saying to myself, no, no, there's some holes. No, no, they, they have they. Have they got to this point before? Have they made it to the NBA Finals? Can Joker take them? All those questions, we give the benefit of the doubt to the Golden State Warriors, yep. and we don't That's give fair. the benefit of the doubt to the Denver because of those reasons. They're the number one seed for a reason, though. They have the two-time MVP on their roster and probably should have won a third. But, but to this point, seeding has not mattered in the playoffs. Not yet. And, and I wonder if Milwaukee's that doesn't change out. right here. Lakers if, took out Memphis. If we get to that seventh game, and it's in Denver, if we don't get a little bit more of something next year about, hey, listen, I know it's not the end of the world and you got to pick your battles, but playing at home, is at some point, it's going to be important. The Lakers being home has been important. they got three of these games. They haven't lost one, right? They're mm-hmm. 6-0 and at home. If we get to a game seven, whether it's everybody's been on serve, they're both 6-0 and at this point, or whether they each steal a game in the other guy's gym, I don't know. You'd rather be at home in that mm. game seven. At, at some point, the regular season has to matter. I just hope it doesn't matter in this particular round that we get to the next Wait one till or next the year. one after that. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to start with this, Al. You mentioned his name a minute ago. Doc Rivers lost again, game seven. Mm-hmm. He has lost 10 games seven. 10. Now, he's 6-10 and 10 in game seven as a head coach. Now, I guess one way to say is he's gotten your play, your team to a game seven in the playoffs yeah. yep. 16 times, which means you're winning some playoff games along the way. 10 game seven losses. Three three one leads blown. I know that didn't happen this year, but it's so weird. Everybody likes Doc. His yeah. teams are always pretty good. Mm-hmm. They almost never are a bad team. And yet I don't think you have to really stretch too hard to say, yeah, I don't think he's that great of a coach. It's a weird mix. So listen, it, he he has an NBA championship. So let's just we do have to say that. There are many coaches that coach in the league for a very long time. And do not have an NBA championship. So, no matter what, 
he's accomplished and he's done and everything else, he's still a, Is that a NBA champion. Free pass? It's not a lifetime free pass. I think you could still get fired from your job. I think that's happened before sure. with the Clippers and everything else. I, I think that um, I would definitely have a lot of hesitation if I'm a team and I'm looking to hire a coach. With all that being said, there are certain players that have a, hey, that guy chokes a lot under pressure. And I think that is also associated with him as a coach. And there's also players who have won an NBA championship. And you're like, wow, that was really surprised that he did that. Because I also think of him of all these other things. I think a doc that way as a coach. Yeah, it's almost – he can get you close, but I don't know if he gets you over the top. We've just seen – it's just happened way too many times. And I don't want to take anything away from the championship they had with the Celtics, but Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and that group of guys, Rondo – I mean, I, I don't know if you or I or anybody else would have been able to trick that off too badly. That was a pretty, that was a pretty but, darn I mean, good team. Yeah, but even that, you had Kobe, you had Powell, you had Phil. I'm with you. That The, the Celtics were supposed to win that championship. <laughs> right. I don't disagree with that. Jokic, on what he learned from facing the Lakers uh, in the Western Conference Finals in the bubble in 2020, quote, to be honest, I don't remember. Well, at least he's on it. I don't remember anything about it other than the Lakers won and AD hit that shot to kind of ice it. Those those are the only two things I remember about that series. Yeah, and, and I think if we're trying to take out, if we're trying to, if we're trying to look at that series and say, well, the last time they played the Lakers it was in the playoffs. Look, the Lakers beat them in X amount. Do not pay. It. There's literally no connections. There is LeBron and Anthony Davis, Joker, uh, Jamal Murray, but everything else after that, there's just too much and for a lot of these teams i'm sure for joker he's thinking back which he doesn't apparently remember <laughs> is he the same player that he was he's, oh, he's much a better, player. better today yeah than he was a couple years ago the whole thing like the lakers and this nuggets team haven't really played each other i mm-hmm. think a better way to say it is this lakers team and the nuggets haven't played each other the lakers beat the nuggets twice this year but they beat them with that other team the team that didn't beat anybody but they found a way to beat the nuggets twice this version with hachimura and reeves in the starting lineup yeah. and vanderbilt and beasley and d'lo and all these guys they haven't even played each yeah. other there, there's literally no connectivity it's it's very rare where you get to the western conference finals like yet yeah, these two teams haven't even played each other, even though they played each other in the Western Conference a few years ago. I don't think there's anything to connect to. I really don't. I love Joker's quote there because it, that makes sense, too. He's like, I, I don't I, I don't even know what the hell we were doing there. Monty Williams is out of a job. The Suns fired him after they lost in the uh, Western Conference semifinals to the Denver Nuggets. And this is just life in the NBA, right? If you have star players, and especially if you have star players and a new owner just came into the building, if you don't go on a run, you're probably going to be let go. There was a lot of um, a lot of people came out in support of Monty Williams, and they're saying, "Hey, this new owner of the Phoenix Suns just doesn't have enough patience. Look what this guy has accomplished in his time with the Phoenix Suns." I get all that. I understand that. I guess I, I understand that. There's a lot of people that also like Monty Williams. I'm a big fan of his as well. Last year, don't forget. They lost to the Dallas Mavericks in a game seven at home. By 30. I think even more than that. Yeah. I know at one point they were down 40. This year, they're down by 25, whatever it was, or they lose by 25 at one point down 30. Uh, listen, it's also how you lose. How do you leave the playoffs? If they lost to the Phoenix, um, let's just say they lost to Denver, it went seven games. And Joker just outplayed yeah. Devin Booker at the end. 
when you get blown out at home and it's two years in a row in the playoffs, that's not... Remember the, remember the road trip Lakers went on last year yep. in December? Yep. And you said, Al, I'm not sure if Frank Vogel's coming back. I'm not sure he's going to come back by the time this trip is done. Mm-hmm. Mike, why? Because they're not losing by two or four, Al. They're <laughs> losing by 25. Looks like the team's given up on them. Yeah. There's a li- there's enough of that with Phoenix where you don't know what to do with DeAndre Ayton. There's, yes, you they looked like individuals. They didn't look like a team. I get the... Hey, I might have to. I might have to make a change here at the top. I, I like that. You, I had not. I saw it when it happened the other night, and it's like, oh yeah, they got blown out in a game in their last game of the season by these giant margins. You don't lose by thirty in the NBA very often. You really don't lose by thirty in the NBA if you've got Devin uh, Booker on your team, Kevin Durant on your team, Chris Paul at all, right? That just doesn't. What if it's the, two years in a row in right. an el- elimination game? In, in, in an elimination game where you're clearly not prepared to go, or you clearly don't have an answer on how to stop or at least slow down what like to your point Jokic goes out there and drops 40 on you and there's no uh, okay and you lose by 12 points and just happens to get that game was over halfway through the second quarter the problem the problem is it seemed like they were ready to fight in the beginning they weren't ready to fight when the other team was really fighting no no. They did not have that. We're not going down tonight. They kind of had that. All right, it happens. New owner always wants a new coach, too. That's just the way that it goes. One of Emily's favorite uh, all-time trashy movies is getting a sequel. The Meg. What's the, what's, is it Meg 2, Emily? Yes, Me- Meg 2, The Trench. The if trench. you haven't seen the trailer, it is electric. Uh, I did see least. it, as a matter of fact. I think that it's... Um, I love I love this movie just because it's so ridiculous and out there and just like full of those kind of things that just make you kind of like cult classic-y things. Do you rather like than the Sharknado bad. series? Uh, I do like the Sharknado <laughs> series just because it's camp. It's fun. Like Sometimes about a movie, it's just like you just got to have fun with it. You were in Crocosaurus or something uh, like Mega that. Megashark versus uh, Crocosaurus. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. available on YouTube now. Um, oh, is I, it? Have a, I have a great scene in there. Just totally nailed it. There's, do you get eaten by a shark? I do not. I'm, what I'm about a, a Crocosaurus? I'm a naval investigator. I mm. interrogate Julia White in uh, wow. Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus. By the way, the Megalodon is the uh the full name of that shark that you're talking about. Yeah, and they're real. <laughs> like no, well, the original was real. The oh, Megalodon the origi- yes, originally yes, yes, yes. was real. Which, which yeah. people claim live the in the, the Mariana ocean. Trench, yes. which is the deepest part of the ocean. Oh, that's not good. And somehow it makes its way back. Uh, here's how stupid I am. I'm so fast. I read the book. I read, About Megalodon? I read the book called Meg that turned into the movie, yes. Do you believe that they're still out there? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. Somewhere Why in not? Be skeptical, be skeptical in life. One more little dump item right here. This is just weird, and I like saying it out loud. The Leafs and Oilers both eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs over the weekend, uh, which means a Canadian team will now have gone 30 years without winning the Stanley Cup, which considering that's kind of their game, like if – an American team had not won the World Series in 30 years. That would be weird. Canada has not won the Cup in 30 years. All right, if you if you did a trivia question, and the trivia question was, has a Canadian team won a Stanley Cup in the last 30 years? I would, I, of course they have. Yeah, absolutely nope. they have. 30 years? 30 years. I guess. Been, yeah. 
Now, granted, there's only seven Canadian teams, and I think still. there's 23 American ones. But, but still. Yeah. And See, by the way, it's still mostly Canadians on those American teams. They all teams. are yeah. Canadians on the team. you got a few Eastern Europeans, a handful of Americans. They're yeah. all Canadians. Also, by the way, if if anybody's interested in seeing the movie The Black uh, Blackberry, which I think was a solid movie, uh, it features a lot of NHL stuff that I didn't really realize was going to be there because Blackberry is a Canadian company, and mm. Jim Bosley, which who is like the main character, uh, loves, loves, loves hockey so if you're a hockey fan it's a good movie to check out i too. think there are 30 hours in every one of emily's days i don't know how she watches as many <laughs> and plays kickball and plays kickball which i'm and as beer and bar trivia have i never seen uh the actual uh, like scenes from the kickball game have you tweeted any of those out that's a good i have not seen them uh, no, I, I don't. I don't take pictures or anything uh, at t- playing kickball. Oh, come I'm, on, I'm live It's not on the Ocho. Andy Bernstein <laughs> should be taking photos of your kickball matchups. I do think that they're making a documentary about the league, but uh, I'm not really sure what's happening with that either. Kickball's but, fun. Yeah, it's fun. I haven't oh, played sure. since like fourth grade, yeah, but yeah, I remember having fourth, a really good fourth, time. Fourth grade, I was a ringer. Kind of uh, cutoff age. You catch that thing, blast me. it over the left fielder's head. That's yeah, fun. Oh yeah, get to nail the runners with the ball. Oh yeah, that's fun. That's all good. Still a little super cross talk. So, boys, the last time that we were here, yes, boys, uh, we were talking about this was either going to be a jubilation, yes. or a, what the hell just happened. Jubilation! Thankfully, it is. we're here. Everybody's excited. What was it like, John, uh, on the way out? And what's the vibe getting ready for tomorrow night? What is weird is that we never, almost, I can't even think of the last time we did this, come into a city two days before. Hmm. But we did on this trip because they want to get these guys acclimated to the altitude. Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. So how big of a deal is that? I know that I've heard been hearing about it since I was a kid. Is it? I mean, is it more in your head, or is it like a genuine physiological thing that you can adjust to, or you're just always going to be gasping for breath? Somebody just asked LeBron about that. LeBron just did media about 20 minutes ago. By the way, Bergman, that's a cue for you to go track that down. And LeBron said the altitude in Denver is a real thing and you get tired a lot faster, mostly in the first quarter and a little bit in the second. He said it's more manageable in a playoff series because they stay in Denver several days in a row so they can get used to it. So that was the plan. Michael says it's legit. And he he says that every team feels it in the first half. He said by the second half you're more used to it. But if you look at the minutes that LeBron and AD have been playing – it's possible they can't play 43, 44 minutes per game in this series. So it, 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 I would say, Trav, to answer your question, it's not nothing, but it's not a gigantic deal. It's something. Tell you what, as the finely tuned athlete that I am, uh, huh. when I go to, uh, like, uh, Juan's family's in Wyoming, when oh. I go to Wyoming – uh, which is even higher altitude than Denver. You you get gas. I mean, just as a mm. normal walking around. Let's you know. I, you get gas like going a up the bit. stairs. You kind can, of thing. You can feel the thinness of the air. You really? Can feel, yeah. There's not as much. Well, oxygen they play in the air. into it too. You guys. They have the. They have the. Uh, uh, how many feet above sea level they are on the court? Right. Right by the foul line. They sign before the game. They play a civil defense alarm. <laughs> And they put a big – I'm serious. And they put a big uh, message on the scoreboard, and it's its completely designed to psych out the other team. 
Like, you're playing at the highest altitude in the NBA. Shortness of breath is not uncommon. Please do not overly exert yourself. You know, blah, blah, blah. Well, the people in the stands know that. They live here. Right, right. You know, they're, they're just doing that to freak out the other team. But the Lakers have a veteran team, and I don't think they'll fall for A lot it. of the boxers, UFC fighters, all these guys go, go up to Big Bear and train. I mean, they train up in the mountains up 6, there. 6,000 right. elevation or whatever Yeah, that's it why is. they do it. Yeah. John, I know you travel with the team. When you guys travel to Denver, do you go through the, the airport that's out in the middle of nowhere? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's haunted. Do, well, I was just going to ask you, dude. We're we're trying to tell Slee to be careful of uh, what's it called, Lucifer, Emily, the Wait, horse. Slee, oh, are you, horse are, is terrifying. Slee, are you heading this way? Yeah, we'll uh, later tonight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, the first thing you need to know is the airport is like an hour from anything. Yes. <laughs> so uh, you, you leave yourself, and and that's another reason why we came in two days early, mm. and and we're actually flying home on Friday. We're not flying home after, even though it's an early game on Thursday. Um, they don't want these guys to get in. It, it just dealing with the Denver airport in general is a nightmare because it's an hour from anything and it's haunted. It is haunted. By the so, way, it's, I don't even know if. So, by the way, Slee, are you going in for these games? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go on? for one and two. All I'll right, go for cool. one and two. So the weird thing about it is the airport is built. This is one of the urban legends around this airport is that it's built so far away from the city that it's actually an underground city. It's the bunker where they would bring the president and all the powerful people right. in the event that something terrible happens so that there's this secret city underneath. Like a whole city? Well, and, a whole and Mason, city isn't this all Denver tied airport. to the Illuminati? Don't they have something to do with this too? The Illuminati running the show? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I hate to bring them up. I hate to bring them up, but I mean, the Illuminati... Uh, well, they're in charge. We were talking about it that Emily was saying there's like cryptic messages in oh the tiles the and art, things. And the, the art's art all is weird. It's terrifying it's in like, that airport. It's probably you know, not it terrifying. It has like three different meanings to you, it. Well, only if you need to know what the meanings are. Like for the four of us, we don't know. We're not going to the secret city. Right. Right. I don't think they're going to need what <laughs> no, we do in the secret city. We don't get to go to the secret city. No, but if you're one of the people that needs to up that door I bet you as LeBron a. LeBron gets a tour of the secret city. Yeah. <laughs> well, you need to repopulate. Yes, LeBron's exactly. a good place to start. a very good place to start. Yeah. Now, the horse is is the horse blue outside the airport yes, i know it's got red eyes red eyes blue horse and apparently the sculptor that designed it <laughs> took him out killed. was killed took as it out. was being made yes wow yeah yes. that's a that's a true story that i heard somewhere do you just keep going or do you get rid <laughs> of it that's a true story that i heard somewhere <laughs> really miss hebel is that <laughs> yeah, where you I heard that from i believe that yeah, from emily this is right up your alley what's the deal uh, with what? Sorry, the... with the Illuminati. Have they taken over the airport? Do I have? Re are, are you okay. sending Slee into the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> I just really, yeah, I really think that there is something they're not telling us about it. Again, that all the things we already talked about today. Yes, there's too many weird things that happen around the Denver airport, and I just, yeah, you know, I think we should all just maybe try to get on the good side of the Illuminati. Maybe <laughs> right. get the chance to get into those tunnels. Well, How do you get thing, into Emily, the Illuminati? You might know this. I I wonder if. Like, can I apply for yeah. membership in the Illuminati? Because I would be most do you interested. If you apply, does you have that to have a Costco make, membership. No, if you apply, does it make you persona non grata? Uh, it's like the Masters Fight Club. I could be <laughs> the only person with an Illuminati membership, but no Costco, but no Costco membership. membership. <laughs> yeah, still no Costco. No, John, it's like Augusta National. You don't apply for membership. They 
come and find you. Correct. And they said, right. you, would and you like you, to join us? If you us? need to apply, you are not invited. Don't you need to have like some sort of special skill to be in the Illuminati? Or is it just connections? You know, well, as you know, Trav, I have more useless information than anyone in America, yes. but almost no special skills. And, the nickname, so and my nickname is The Beautiful Mind. I've I mean, got just a beautiful mind cooking all the time. No one, literally have... no one calls you that. Yeah, no. Juan calls well, he me calls The himself Beautiful that. Mind. Does that yeah. count? If it's, it's your it's, own nickname, then throw it it's out. It's just like Dave Russell Crowe in that, that movie. Yeah, Dave Singer would exactly. give himself his own nickname once a year, and we'd never let any of them take. We yeah. had um, at UVA, we had secret societies. Did you guys have secret societies? I was societies? part of a secret society at Bowling Green called Six Sick. Okay, what did they do? Did they do anything specific, or was it just they kind of like tapped you one day? We, uh, they, they tapped me one day, and I had no idea it was coming. I had no <laughs> was idea. This it like was this like Skull and Bones kind of uh, situation? A little bit, yeah. Six That's Sick, at Harvard. Six right. Sick was a secret organization what at did Bowling you Green do? that you got unveiled um, at, when you were a senior. You would go around campus. You'd make, you'd drive around, and you'd make spirit signs, and you'd go to, I mean, stuff back in the day. It's you'd like go to like sorority houses and visit. Sounds like a fraternity. It was, but it was like a, it was like a real. Really small one with only six people. In Were it. you a member of a secret society at UVA? So I wasn't a member of a secret society, and actually, there was multiple secret societies. I want to say there was like there was three big ones. There's yes. one called the Sevens, which there are only ever seven members ever living. And when a seven dies, the bell at the chapel rings seven times for seven minutes. They they donate a lot of money. They always yeah. Do they donate. replace? The, the, they replace the always seven. Have yeah. seven? It's like the Pope. Yes. Essentially yeah. the same thing. You look they for the, white smoke. It's a real <laughs> deal. Uh, they have the purple shadows. The they have the purple shadows. They have um, the sigmas, I want to say. They also have the uh, angels, where they recognize people who are either going through a very d tough time or have done something for the community. Yeah. And they send them a little rose, say, hey, we, we've seen what you've been doing, even if it's in uh, secret. We admire that, and you're... Uh, upholding UVA's well, that values. Well, seems very nice. Well, yes. so, okay. This I'm wondering if this isn't an East Coast Midwest thing. Ireland, did you have anything like? Because there's nothing like this at UCSB, at least, or I was never invited to any of them. <laughs> That's a possibility, I guess. Did you have any secret nothing. societies at San Diego? No, I think they John, were all John none. at UCLA. None. Yeah, we had we had a secret society I got tapped for, which I still get like newsletters for and all that stuff. Secret society, the Travis and Sliwa <laughs> secret society. Oh, yeah, uh, there's the uh, Sedano and Cap uh, circle, circle of, of Trust, yes. and then there's the Travis and Sliwa Community. secret society. Secret oh, society that secret nobody society. knows about. We'll yeah. do a handshake. A we'll wear certain color pins on our jackets. Exactly. We'll, we'll yep. figure exactly. the whole thing yeah. out. Yeah. The tattoo right, so Mace, you've already about. been pointed out as a flip-flopper, and it's only Monday. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, it, Kobe Forever just tweeted, last week Mason says, quote, there is no hauntings. It's all just confirmation no, no. bias. This week, regarding the Denver airport, oh yeah, that place is I, haunted. Okay, what did I say? <laughs> I never said it was haunted. I said there's a secret city underneath that. That's completely different. I don't believe it's in- the secret city I don't haunted? believe in hauntings, no. I think that's where they bring just all the important people if something right. often, awful happens. You guys, so I'm not flip-flopping. I don't believe in ghosts. You can't right. hide a city. It's hidden. It, hidden underneath- I'm all for it. I'm all for the blue horse city. with the red eyes. <laughs> Now, there is something Lucifer. happening Lucifer. that is, I think, a very good sign for the Lakers. You know what it is? No. Mm. All right. All morning, I've been watching TV and listening to podcasts. Yeah. Everybody. Picking Denver. Picking Denver. Mm. Tim Bontemps, Denver. Vince Tim. Carter, Denver. Vince. Bill Simmons, Denver. Bill. Ryan Rossillo, Denver. Ryan. Jason McIntyre, Denver. Jason. Cowherd, Denver. Cowherd. All of them. Just yeah. keep them coming because yeah. I think LeBron hears all this 
and and Ramona learned it the hard way when she picked the Warriors. Yep. <laughs> Just keep picking against them. People. By the way, Momo's stopping in today. You know, uh, she's going. Um, I'm sure, she's taking Denver. Nope, she's taking Lakers and six. I want her to take Denver. Yeah, I think I we're better off with her taking Denver now. Secret societies at Stanford too. That's what uh, you need. To oh, ask I her bet about there's that. a secret they, they'll society. Have them at, yeah, at her and Jessica sure. Mendoza are in a secret society. Al and I were talking about this. I said with it. Chelsea Clinton. Chelsea I think, Clinton. I think yeah. it was the day that you were here, John, but maybe not. I said. Or we've been sleeping on Denver from the whole time. That they were the best team during the regular season. They've had, as far as the playoffs go, a relatively easy time of it. Yeah. They're six and zero at home. They haven't had a, a ton of close calls. The games that they've lost, they've kind of been in. The two they lost to Phoenix, Devin Booker shot eighty percent. Had literally. Monty Williams fired. <laughs> they yeah. cost Monty Williams his job. That that. Oftentimes at the end of it, right, we look back and say, well, yeah, of course it was Denver all along. They were the best team in the Western Conference the whole year. Why wouldn't they win that that half of right. the draw? Is that is that where these people are coming from? Is well, that Denver's where it is? a really really good team. That's why I mean they're the number one seed. They won the most games. They have the best you know center in the league, and so I can easily see why they're doing the why teams are picking Denver. Denver's not a bad. Denver's favored in Vegas. It's like picking Kansas City. Right, in right. football. It's just they have Patrick Mahomes. They're always in the playoffs. They, yeah. They've been the best team during the regular season. They're the best team in the postseason, and they win the Super Bowl. It's just that that's kind of how these things go sometimes, that we tend to overthink them, and because we're all Laker fans here, we want to find reasons why they're beatable, and they're obviously beatable. Sure. But, Trev, most of the people I mentioned also all took Golden State. Okay. They just don't believe that the Lakers can pull this yeah, off. Yeah, you got to believe. But the, the Golden State thing, I think I understood more, right? Just the They're understanding the of the pedigree. They're the champs. These guys have done it before. They can shoot the lights out. Once they get to the playoffs, they go. But if you actually look at it from a team concept, Denver's much better team-wise yes. as far as depth. They have size. size. They got players. So Yeah. So the last time you were on the road with the guys, Al, was it in Vegas? Mm-hmm. Is that the last time you went? No, I was there for uh, Houston. Remember oh, the, right. uh, the final four. four. So you went to Houston for the final four. Yeah. John, you guys have an off day on Wednesday. You and Slee going to run oh, it back like you did in Vegas? There you go. No, we will not. Although, Slee, I did walk <laughs> by in a, a gentleman's club when I was uh, doing Very my nice. city walk today. So sure. I know Very where nice. it is if you get the urge. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A city walk. What are you guys going to do? Because we could do. Cabaret is we, the name of it. It's right around What's the it called? Rick's. Rick's. We could do. Isn't that the name of the bar in Casablanca? It's Rick's. It is. Probably. Yeah. We do course field. Like this bar is a little different. Yeah, than that I am. Bar. There's not a guy playing the piano playing in this piano. one. <laughs> Play it, Sam. Yeah. There's a great Rockies Reds matchup on Wednesday. Oh yeah, you where go it's see it. oh, boy, seven dollars. What did you say? Six five or five? Five to get in. Five to get in. Five yeah. to get in. You gotta go. Five yeah, bucks. Yeah, why not? Go for three five innings. Bucks. I would actually. To, have you been to the park? I have not been to Coors Park. Park is beautiful. Great ballpark. Yeah, yeah great ballpark. I would go for five dollars. I'd literally go eat some food there, take a look who's up. Cool, sounds good. Have and then a leave. beer, have a peanuts, and yeah. then watch uh, Charlie Blackman get a few at bats yeah, and get exactly. the hell out of there. That's actually not a bad, not a bad setup at John, all. You should let Freeland to Starton and have a blast. <laughs> well, John can't. John will be will be during their show because well, you said it's a. It is. It's it's in the middle of the day. John can't go to the ball game, but you should pal around like a little brother. To Ireland, you should oh, show yeah. him around the city. Are you Ireland? Are you gonna like show Al around? Zero. None. <laughs> Are you going to invite him if to your was, fancy dinners and stuff? If it was any other day. Yep, any other day. Yep, yep. Why, why, are, you so, why are you so quick to say no? What do you mean? 
when you said well, Ireland's to, to one show of the cool around. Kids. I was going to say, like, this is Al's first trip to Denver. You could kind of show him what Laker Wait playoff. a minute, Slee, you've never been to Denver? Been to Denver. I haven't been to uh, Ball Arena. Haven't been to Lakers, Nuggets, all that stuff. Haven't been to Game 1 of the Western wing. Conference Finals. Listen, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to ask Michael for everything. Yeah. yeah <laughs> ask Michael for everything. Michael's going to hole up in his, his hotel room. and not yeah, gonna, Ireland gets out, at least. <laughs> You're right. Michael's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Where, where should he go, John? Here in Denver? Yeah. Okay, so my... There's a bunch of uh, I'm going. To, I, one of my oldest friends lives here, so I'm going out with him tonight. But Slee, there is a Mongolian barbecue place here. Already, interested. I don't. I don't know if it if it survived the pandemic. I'll have to check. Mm. But but it is. It's like hospital clean, and they have everything. They have steak, lobster, stir fry. It's it's this place called BDs. It's a chain. But what makes you say hospital? Because Clean. if you go to a Mongolian barbecue place, I, normally it's yeah. like kind of grungy. Oh, no, okay. I, 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 yeah. They, sometimes Mongolian barbecue, you're like, I don't this know about this. Is, yeah. This place is spectacular. It's like unbelievable. Um, uh, Michael will even go there with us because it's so well Hospital Does clean. he bring his wine yeah. to the uh, Mongolian beef restaurant? In yes. a red solo cup <laughs> while he's wearing sweats from the White Sox, which was like four teams and ago. With and a, with a bottle of ketchup. Yes. My Small bottle mind. that he took off the airplane. Yes. Super Cross Talks powered by In-N-Out Burger. Sweet, That's what a hammer is all yes, about. Yes, sir. We'll see you tomorrow. Slee will be in Denver.